You are listening to Activate Your Goals, a podcast on winning strategies to help you achieve the goals that matter to you. Each week, we'll dive into different areas affecting the outcome of your goals. I'm your host and accountability coach, Yemi Apolabi. Let's win this. You have set your goals with the best intention of achieving them, but somehow your feelings get in your way. You started so well, but you can't find the motivation to continue. Perhaps you ran out of energy and got tired. Or maybe you find it difficult to even get started on your goals. The feelings you have are temporary, but the effect lives long into your future with lots of goals that are either not started or uncompleted. It is more profitable to you to have fewer completed goals than lots of unfinished goals. Feelings will come and go. But instead of giving in to your feelings, you need to push past them to get things done. Let me take you back to my early years when I used to walk to school alone. I almost gave in to my feelings as I noticed other kids always had a parent, an elder sibling, an auntie. Basically, there was usually an adult walking with them to school. But in my case, it was just me and my little sister. Why was there no adult walking with me to and from school? Didn't my mom care enough to walk with me to school? These were questions that came through my mind each time I went to school. Of course she cared. She wanted to walk with me to and from school every day, but there was a problem. You see, my mom is a teacher in a public school. At the time, she was a very junior teacher in terms of career grade. She had to be at school at 8 a.m. I also had to be at school at 8 a.m. And when you come out from our gates, you could either turn left towards the direction of my mom's school, or you had to turn right towards the direction of my school. It was obvious that I had to walk to school on my own. Thankfully, my mom helped me to process the situation. I was starting a new primary school. The August before the academic year started, she walked with me to my school about two kilometers each way, at least twice a day, in the morning and late afternoon. She would point out prominent buildings and landmarks which helped as my GPS. These walks were infused with instructions and admonitions. A notable one was as you lay your bed, so you will lie on it. I eventually was able to describe the route to my school, at which point she let me know that I will be walking to my school by myself once school starts. I asked her why. She explained the problem to me. However, the real problem was that There was the threat of her losing her job if she was repeatedly late to school. If this happened, we would be in more financial difficulty. 
we were just managing as it were. Once I understood this, I diligently walked to school with my sister, whether I felt like it or not. I understood my responsibility. You see, I understood why I was going to school. I understood that my parents were doing their best to give me the best education they could afford. I also understood that my future self would thank me for sticking with the process. So whether or not I felt like it, I got up every day and went to school. I now know that to set my goals in motion, understanding my why and my why not is the first step in the process of becoming accountable to myself. Now, here's the best part. When you begin to understand why you do what you do, just as much as why you don't do other activities, four things begin to happen. First, you reduce the margin for comparison and envy. Secondly, it helps you maintain a steady focus on your path. It also helps with your priorities as they become more clear to you. And lastly, your time management is greatly improved. Thank you for joining me this week on Activate Your Goals podcast. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at coachingwithyemi and at coachingwithyemi.com. If you love the show, subscribe and leave a review for more winning episodes. Until next week, stay winning.